Thank you. Thank you. Thank We're you. Back. We're back. We're back. It's been a couple weeks. Uh, thank you for joining us for episode nine. nine. Happy New Year. Happy yes. New Year. Happy New Year. And most importantly, Happy Black Fucking History Month. Black History. Black History. Black, black, black. Um, how about that Frederick Douglass? How about it? I'm just going to lead with that. I've heard good things. I've heard good things. We have uh, decided that as a podcast, we could no longer keep up with the current administration, so we will cease from commenting on one toupee fiasco. Did we Shout say out. cease or we said... No, no, no. Shout out Leslie Mack. We will attempt, Shout out Leslie Mack. We will attempt to avoid over mm-hmm. speaking the, the, the problem is as we spoke earlier in the production meeting he is simply he simply just gives too much like there's no way that a podcast like ours can spend too much time keeping up because we can't keep up with him so it's every day he does he says three different things and black history month is just making it worse <laughs> so i mean you know no greater test of a man than the in his first after his first two weeks of office give him a topic for which he is not comfortable <laughs> for 30 for 28 days make him make him have to talk about this <laughs> Say nothing of your boy Mike Pence, who wanted to give, decided that Black History Month was the perfect time to give Abraham Lincoln credit for free, for freeing the slaves. Pence history really was great <sighs> on Twitter. Black Twitter shout out. Alternative facts. <laughs> yes, and much I, so. so much happened between because our last our last episode where we left off was on New Year's Eve and. So much has happened since then. So, so much. Like a whole lifetime. Yeah. yeah. Eons, literally. Um, we were still in Obama's administration. Yep. Yeah. Then. And then. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> this is, oh yeah, this is the first. And then the Starbucks got destroyed. <laughs> oh yeah. And then, and then, yeah, to say nothing of the fact that we're here in D.C., which is where the inauguration and then subsequent protesting took place. Hmm. Yes. So much been... protesting. So, so much white guilt. Yeah, I mean... Whatever. It's like we had Obama and then Orange Chernobyl happened. Right. <laughs> and I think we're just... I think everybody... Like, I'm sure... Again, I'm sure we'll talk about it organically, Anyhow. but I think everybody's... Not well, Cedra. Oh, is it that time? It's that time. Oh, we're going early. Oh. We're going right in. Hold on. You know, I like to, you know I like to keep Montego on his toes. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> if Montego has any moment at all when this poet goes. Ooh. Oh, tell me, Cedro, tell me what's the word, a word of. I feel it today, yo. It's the word of the day. Whenever Cedro says it, you know it's on its way. Ow! Shout out to Larry Blackmon. Larry Blackmon. Of- was that live? Or was that yes, that's live. That's live. <laughs> I love it. You like singing that, don't you? I like singing, period. <clears throat> I know that's right. And, and we thank you <laughs> so much. Um, so the word of the day is something that I feel like anyone who is opposed to this administration because, you know, 
my word of the day will still apply to <laughs> what's going on. Um, what people might be feeling right now. And <clears throat> the word of the day today is absquatulate. Never heard that one in my life. <laughs> yes. Ab- no orgasmic sound uh, here, Sosa. Let's see. Let me tackle this. A B S Q. Wow. Oh, S Q. A T U L A T E. Absquatulate. Squatch. Yeah, it's um, it's a doozy. Uh, but yeah. it actually it's 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 a verb, and it means to flee or abscond. Hmm. Oh, okay. So it's it's the uh, Asian of abscond. Yeah. Bas- ah, okay. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and abscond, if you don't know, is basically to leave suddenly and si- like uh, secretly. Um, so yes, um, absquatulate. Hmm. Use it in a sentence. Let's see. <laughs> Can you use it in a sentence, please? Um, you may feel like you want to absquatulate. <laughs> Doesn't it? Remember when we talked about this like, a couple episodes ago? Words that sound like something that they're not. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, is... I think I said exacerbate. Yeah. I used it, and it sounds like masturbate. It sounds like yeah. masturbation yeah. on like Super Saiyan level. This is two. you guys are so nasty. Yes, it's just <laughs> scatological humor, everyone. <laughs> scatological humor. <laughs> we didn't even finish that sentence. Uh, right. That was an incomplete <laughs> sentence. Of oh yes. Okay. Sentence. Right. You may feel like you want to absquatulate due to the recent administration's actions and potential destruction. Because it has the word, it sounds like it has the word squat in it. So Yeah, <laughs> yeah it does. <laughs> so like when you say absquatulate, it's like, oh, I was. Could yeah. you spell that please, Alex? <laughs> he already yeah, did. And, and pretty much, oh. and, and, what's, and what's also interesting is like pretty much any word that, any word that starts with S-Q-U. Um, yeah. Like is a word that kind of means something that makes you feel slightly uncomfortable. <laughs> So I think it ties into that, like right. squirt, squirm, <laughs> like uh, yeah, squash, yeah, squander. <laughs> it just it just makes you feel uncomfortable when you say it. So I get it. Absquatulate. Squat. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Squat. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh gosh. I mean, clearly I'm not a- sober. You, we- oh shit! I'm not sober. <laughs> I'm so glad we got to hear that again. Right. Wow. Playing that is a joy. (laughs) It's a joy. (laughs) Way to move into the next segment. (laughs) Who do you think you are? So, I love it. I love it. So, so, There's so. a part of me that really hates the fact that I've done this to myself because Montego's going to be like, anytime I'm in the car, see, I told you. 
I mean, he's he's already. Been I've already that. said that. Like, you have, is, but now it's like the this proof is proof in the pudding. These are the receipts. So really quickly, um, I have the video here that um, when Miss Sosa Vinal is going <laughs> to expound upon in a moment, but I'm going to turn the laptop this way so the gentleman can see because she's clearly already seen it, and then we're going to uh, talk about this a little okay. bit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep, you're gonna have what to What about Mr. Wise? He oh, he's fine. He's fine. And now to the story with perhaps the biggest swoon factor today. Need a Valentine? How about a date with Hollywood actor Idris Elba? And I'd like you to be my Valentine. That's right, love. Just you and me. No one else around. Just us. What you have to do... I mean, the accent and everything. Did we get your attention? The British actor is appearing in charity fundraising campaign, and one winner will get a date in exchange for a donation. The money supports We Can Lead, which gives schoolgirls in West Africa access to education. So it's a great cause, and all you have to do is make a donation on a website called omaze.com. So you get a trip to Britain, all expenses paid. You get that candlelight meal at one of Idris's favorite restaurants, in case you are interested, 10 entries for every dollar donated. So, uh, yeah, just gotcha. saying. And you've met him mm. before. Yes. I- Someone has a question, class. <laughs> I have a lot of questions. <laughs> oh, boy. So... Do you get like an entry for any donation? Or is a it dollar at per, a certain... Right? Is it capped at a certain... You have to give a certain amount in order to be entered into this contest for a date with Idris Elba? I do not know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well... I'm curious at what, how much, how much does the donation have to get to where you pretty much guaranteed you're getting dick? That's my, that's fuck. At some point, there has to be a fucking reason I'm going on a date. Right, there has to be a threshold. Like if you give a half a million dollars, well, I'm sure if somebody gives. Half a million dollars, yes. There are chances of being chosen. So Idris Alba, Idris Alba is hoeing himself for charity. Wow. I wouldn't say he was hoeing himself. He's just making himself available. This sounds like this sounds like something that you may be interested in. I mean, oh. it's 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 basically the fact that she pulled up the video. Sorry, <laughs> kind of made me think that she looked into it. Yes, so I, I think so. Right, her to kind of absolutely go absolutely why we were watching this. But sorry, Cedra. Um, it's Goodbye. like it's it's escorting for charity. Yeah. And yes, it and, is. And as and as lewd or maybe crude as that is, thinking about it, I, it goes towards a legitimate and yeah. productive charity. I mean, that, so I, I don't yeah. really, I don't have an issue with it. I just think it's. I mean, I respect the fact that they also timed it around Valentine's yeah. Day as well. Like it's, I mean, it's really clever. Let me so tell you something. It makes it a little more tasteful than the normal. Like <laughs> well, oh, I'm just I, selling my I body. Were, if I were not married to one, Mr. Zachariah, <laughs> I um, I too would be signing up to get my panties wet from one Mr. Alba in London, eating at a restaurant because I would definitely be fucking dessert that night. But hold on. <laughs> I'm not entering that goddamn contest for no like oh. A that's what I'm saying. Right. Kiss on the cheek. Like, oh, right. fuck you. You can get your ass upstairs in this Ritz Carlton and you're going to do what I came to London to do, sir. 
So I would like hmm. to know then what the story behind the video is. There a story? No, I just was. Or, I was. I was giving a reference for uh, why she would enter this contest. No, I mean she sent you the link to it, right? So if if I may be permitted to oh, speak, it is her. It is her time. If the court would allow yeah. me to speak. <laughs> My bad. That's what I would say. The, the reasoning behind this video is because I've recently had my 29th birthday for the eighth time. And I had made a deal about something that when my birthday passed, a threshold would be opened, a door to another world would be upon us. Speaking to the mic, please. Okay. <laughs> Don't be shy. I made deals with my friends that after my birthday came, she could start fixing me up with people. I would open the dating doors, so to speak. <sighs> oh my gosh! So and we're going to video. We're no, going to we are not going it. to video. We're going shit. to document this. Say, so, okay, you can enter me in a contest to win a date with Idris. Oh. <laughs> well, I'm thinking that's a great first start. Yeah. The date may not happen. I can still keep all of my fantasies about him real because, you know, there's nothing worse than meeting somebody in person and they're just, nip, nip. Or they have halitosis. Or they have halitosis. I'm Idris, sure he would Idris not. Evil. However, Idris, Idris, Idris Elba. <laughs> wait, wait. So when you so by pledging a dollar, you could literally pledge only a dollar yes. and win. You still have a. You could win. Wait a minute. Well, we, we don't know that though. Fruits. We didn't look it up. She just we bought up the video. But the more, print. the more, it's like a raffle. The more tickets you buy, that's what I thought. The more, right. the higher mm-hmm. your chance of winning. Yes. It's no different than those stupid fucking auction auctions that people do, where they the. Dude comes up and then the women in the audience all it's bid on the like guy for charity. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, Doctor it's just so it's just so that it's single and he's yeah. going for two hundred and fifty dollars right. tonight, ladies. <laughs> yeah. he's, and then it's like some fat broad who's like saved up all her coins and she's like, yeah. I want to go on the date with the doctor. Like it's, it's yeah, it's exactly just this that. is this just happens to be Idris album. I mean, and, exactly, God, right? And so that's a fabulous prize to win. Like that's a, a good prize. Especially if it's actual one-on-one time, not you and your public like like tobacco and mahogany. He probably, <laughs> does. He probably does. He smells like cocoa butter, so he may want security if I win. Oh my God. If I'm a woman and I put down a quarter of a million dollars in tickets, I'm getting dick. Yeah, that's, I, I literally just said, like, you see, y'all see why we're married? Y'all that, see why we're married? We think the same way. Like, right. I'm going out to the UK. Right. And right. I mean, and he's, I'm here. And he's clearly single, so, I mean. Is right. he? Is yes. He? he seems I, like I a just, cheater. I just checked. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, that like was a, a cheater. question of mine. He I was like curious. somebody would cheat on his wife. I don't care if he's single. He would be secretly married for all I care. So, as we're speaking of fucking, um, <laughs> Segway. I would like you to expound also. I feel like I, I get to interrogate Sosa every time we have a podcast, which is personally favorite of mine because she always says something super smart that I don't know about. So, this is my, my torture moment. Always. always. I feel like half the time Sosa says something, I go look it up. That's why I start reading Saga because you did. See? Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. <laughs> Um, what the hell? <laughs> I'm the comic book king. Didn't say that. What's a fuckable body? So a fuckable body is a concept that I came up with when I was probably around 15 or 16 years old. 
And a fuckable, a fuck, mm, I can't oh. speak. A fuckable body is the body that you wish you had when you were fucking. Oh. I.e., if you've got saddlebag titties that you need reduced. <laughs> saddlebag titties. <laughs> then a fuckable body for you would be nice, perky, perky. cinchy titties. Okay. Uh, so tying in with the whole dating thing, I haven't dated since I was 21 years old. And if you pay attention, you know how old I actually am. Because you just had your 29th birthday for the, for the eighth, eighth time. time. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all for humoring me. Which was a great party, by the way. Which we yeah, celebrated last yes. Saturday. Had a great time. Everyone came out. Worlds collided. It was fun. Everybody had fun. It was wonderful. Yeah. Thank you all. Thank yeah. you. We had a good time. What was I saying? Worlds colliding. Fuckable body. Yes. Fuckable body. Um, so that's something that I have had a, a vision of in my mind. And I'm like, even when I was like, even when I was really young and I just started having sex at like 16, this concept popped into my head. And then... I was like, okay, I'm not having sex anymore until I have a fuckable body. That's where their concept came from. So I'm at that point again because as we age, other things happen. So that begs the question. What is that, Mr. Wise? Do you now have a fuckable body? We're halfway there. Halfway. <laughs> we are halfway there. But and it may be it may sound it may sound, does it sound ridiculous? No. Okay. I get it. Okay. But it's like, okay, now you're free to kind of explore things. Start anew. Have the standards that you wanted Why to have. Why are you looking at me like that? Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> Let's also finish, please. Well, I'm basically finished. A fuckable body. Yes, and I think everybody has fuckable body. that. Fuckable. I think everyone fuckable has body that. Body. Oh, my God. Are we really making the song? No. Fuckable body by fuckable Dior. Body. Fuckable. Fuckable. Everyone, <laughs> everybody body, has body, a vision body, of what they think they should look like body, when they're fucking somebody. Fuckable. 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 You started mm. it. You set it up. Fuckable. Fuckable. Definition. The ability, their ableness to be fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, no, I, I get right it because when, it. when when you were a teenager, I'm sure you had an idea of womanhood and what it looked yeah. like when you were having sex. Yeah. And it's usually based on movies. And, but definitely, yeah, porn. definitely porn. I was going to get there. I didn't want to <laughs> jump in immediately and like perv everybody out. But it definitely comes from porn and like being a fan of India and being a fan of fucking... Uh, Jade of Fire and like all those really really pretty hot girls they all look different so it's like what sexual fantasy as a teenager should I strive to be and then you become like a 20 something year old and McDonald's becomes your enemy and you're like I gotta go to the gym and so now it's like my fit body is my fuckable body my my abs are my fuckable mm-hmm. body and then you move into your 30s and you're like fuck it as long as my shit's not hanging out on my knees like we're good and that's where we are yeah so like just Pull them up and, and get it tight, and your ass is getting real high and tight. So whatever so you're doing, keep, keep doing. I mean, it, it looks. I've heard things. I've heard that my ba- my ass is great. It's getting tighter. I've heard things. I've heard good things. They're wonderful, true things. things. Very my, true things. My ass and Frederick Douglass. They're just everybody's talking about it. I mean, it looks good, but I, I get it. Like I get where you're like men. I, I can't speak for the third gentleman. I, yeah, I don't. I don't know if I have this. Um, this, uh, I think I've pushed my my idea onto you. So. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> hmm. 
Do, like the, so the question is, do I have a fuckable body? Do you think you do? Your, your body is it ideal? I think I'm gonna have to, like, I've gotten I've gotten a lot of. I guess attention to the contrary of this, um, but as far as what I feel, which is the whole point of what you were saying, how you feel, I would say that I agree with you. Like, whoa, I'm halfway there, whoa, <laughs> living on a prayer. Lift these right. weights, yeah, like, you make it. I swear, <laughs> that treadmill, you'll make it. I swear, <laughs> fuckable body, I'll make it. I swear. That sounds like a really wrong. Uh, <laughs> exercise infomercial <laughs> title, right? Probably yeah. fuckable body two thousand. <laughs> no, it'd have to also have like it'd have to be alphanumeric, like fuckable body two thousand x week. I mean x x alpha. Like <laughs> they throw all these extra terms in it to make it sound extra cool and like mysterious somehow. Yeah, it's not. Right. It's, a, it's a four pack of DVDs I won't play because you have the wrong uh, region on your DVD player. You need region three. You live in region one. I mean, I think, but but does everybody everybody wants to look good while fucking, right? Yeah. Okay, so like, yeah. I mean, I understand that. I want to look. I want to look sexy to my wife while we're doing it. I yeah. completely agree with that. Doing like, it, I, doing well, it. I, I don't want to look like is, you know. Is that because I have consumed so much pornography from such a young age? That kind of. I bet you. I bet you, I bet you haven't consumed as much as I have. <laughs> I bet you are. We can battle if you want. Oh, Jesus. Did you name all the porn stars he likes? No, those are the. Oh, ones I can I name. Like. I, can, <laughs> I can name. Uh, I am a I am an encyclopedia okay. of black porn. Yeah, it's scary. When we met, it was kind of like a what is who, that dude who knows there? the most black porn, and then like the Malcolm X thing. He who? black porn star. Yeah, is it Devlin Weed or something? Oh, oh that rapper. He's such a cornball. He's Look, such a corn. He's such a fucking. Wesley fuck boy. Pipes is the dude that, to me, he represents what I, if I were a porn star, what I'd want to be. He only fucks the most fucking gorgeous ass women. And why are we talking about porn right wow. now? Whatever. We're, we're really getting so. A, speaking of, so we're talking about a fuckable body. It all matches. Speaking uh. of the uh, the pun on uh, Wesley Snipes, <laughs> lately he's been. Clapping back at people, really? Because he re- because he because he spoke out of um, recently about how he feels about the current administration, and uh, obviously people who supported um, the administration and people who follow Wesley Snipes started commenting and saying things like, um, you know, stick. Uh, pay your taxes or whatnot, right. and like he's been clapping back to these people. Um, one of the things. I believe it was like the person said uh, it was a woman and she's like, well, why are celebrities saying anything? Uh, Stick to stick to acting. And he said, well, if you didn't care about what celebrities thought, then why did you hire a reality star to lead this country? Right. right. Stick to sitting down. Right. (laughs) Like he's been clapping back at people. um, I just wanted to give a shout out to Wesley Snipes because uh, Wesley Snipes 2020, make America blade again. Um, I'm all for that. All five foot nine inches of Wesley Snipes. I can take him. I can take him. Um, Anywho. Montego. Oh, is it time? It is time. Mm. Oh. <laughs> <coughs> Let me get my... <laughs> Everyone focus. Get our John Williams on. Mm-hmm. All right. focus. Mm-hmm. 
I got to I got to add some spice. Like I was we're nine episodes you deep. Definitely gotta, switch that up. You yeah, went, yeah. You take that up and not went operatic. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So. The first thing we're going to start with, Veronica is going to play a clip from ABC 7's Blackish. And this episode was aired January, I believe, the 11th? Yes, 12th. Or 12th. And it's in response to the happenings of what's basically going on in our country. And the reason I decided to share this clip, other than I didn't even realize it, it is Black History Month. <laughs> um I thought that what he said, and actually uh, we watched this real time, and it was just a very poignant message. So for all of our listeners, black, white, and, and every other, if you really want to understand how some of us feel, you know, wake up and pay attention to this. was said next in that room after it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they went to commercial. Right, but in real life so uh in real life they wouldn't have said anything. Where where are we going for lunch? And just just to <laughs> set the stage, I should have said this at the beginning. He it was at, at the office and Dre the title character played by Anthony Anderson is sitting at the table with his coworkers and his white boss was the one who said it was it it seemed as if he didn't care 
because he didn't say anything. Right. And, you know, the way, you know, I, I felt listening to that, that that was very well said, you know, and I mean, there are a lot of us at times who wish that when we were at the table, we could say things like that, you know, and I mean, I guess the reality, a couple of years ago, I said something <laughs> akin to that it was, <laughs> and I got put on a pip for it. This but, was personal you know. for you. Well, <laughs> it, Mr. Wise, I don't know, I've told you the story, it was where I was working at the Ampersand Company, and I was working at the Racist Mall, <laughs> and I called out the manager at the store and so the district manager comes in and, and he's a foreigner like he's from Europe he done you know American ra- racism while it's mirrored to European it's not exactly the same no nah, American racism is different than yeah, yeah, yeah. racism so, are, are different I'm telling him like you know I'm just letting it out like dude this is what's going on this is what's happening and he kind of looks at me and he goes well I just I don't see where you're coming from and I looked at him and I said I have been black my whole life right and you're not going to sit here and tell me what is is not racism. <laughs> I was like, I've been black my whole life, and I never got a fucking promotion at that company. I soon left. <laughs> yeah, uh, just as the resident white guy here, I just would like to say to any white people that are listening, um, if you don't want to look like a fucking idiot and a fucking asshole... It's not your place to define what racism is or isn't. It's just not. You're white. I'm white. It's not our job to describe to people and tell them when they feel like, oh, no, that wasn't racist. Motherfucker, it's not. That's not our place. It's not our place to sit here and tell people what is or isn't racist, what, does, what should or shouldn't affect them. That's not, that's not our job. And if you think it's your job... That's fucking racist. <laughs> Just can't See what we did there? <laughs> See what we did? But in light of that, we are having uh, the second day of Black History Month. Is, no, third it's the day. Third, third day. day. Sorry, the third day of Black History <laughs> Month. Behind, and the evening in the morning. Or the, the evening third day. the third day. <laughs> After one Miss Carter Knowles announced the arrival of the two children upon us. Blue Ivy shall be joined <laughs> by two Destiny. Hold on, wait, 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 wait. Were we done, were we done with your moment? Um, moments just no, like we're waiting well, for you. How to did jump we in. end up with Blue Ivy? I didn't I steer the conversation. That. Black Man, Month. Oh, Black History Month. Hmm. Yeah. Sorry, I got an alert about Trump. So <laughs> while we were talking about Black History Month, what do you do now? From that fake news CNN, mm-hmm. actually was saying a federal judge blocked his um, travel ban. So. Yes. A uh, federal judge has? That's what it said. I thought they'd already done that. Okay, listen. I don't know. Oh, okay. On the federal level, not on the local level. It they, just popped up on my phone, right. so Whatever. I was reading it. And then it. Never in, mind. I'm in, moving on. in 12 minutes, he will do something else. <laughs> and it won't even be on not the radar. 12 anymore. minutes. Yeah. So, in the spirit of Black History Month, um, with this being somewhat of a geeky sort of, you know, black, pro black podcast. Um, I decided to highlight some comic book characters of African-American descent because I thought that, that was important. Um, oftentimes when we talk about, you know, black history and, you know, the struggle, it's always the civil rights and you hear about those things. But, you know, there's also another side where there's a lot of black artists out there and writers who are really struggling and trying and it's hard. And I think to have actual black characters with some really in the mainstream 
for example, the first one I decided to pull, and again, I, I did four. I did two from Marvel and one from DC, but I pulled one called Valzad. He is Earth 2, which is a uh, alternate Earth, yeah, multiverses and all types of things. Yes. Our geeks out there will know what that means. But um, he is black and he is their Superman. And I just thought that was cool because it's like a, a black Superman, you know. Lots of kids would appreciate that. Why am I not getting any reaction or anything? Sorry, I'm taking no. notes because oh, I'm being nerdy. <laughs> Sorry, I'm I was like, super engaged. Sorry, I. <laughs> <laughs> Because like that's why I, I literally have a pen in my hand and I'm like hand, heads down like trying to get like Valzad or right. like I'm coming up with hashtags like uh, nil Black History Month like yeah. you know yeah sorry. she's she's taking notes because sorry. her learning is on that level so on that thank level you. right <laughs> and we thank you Montego was looking for haptic feet sorry sorry oh, okay. well can I ask yes. okay so, so sorry while I was taking I was actually hoping someone else would ask a question like so what makes him the black superman so and how do you spell what are his superpowers <laughs> are they different V-A-L-Z-O-D okay, two separate yeah Nerd, no, I want my nerd alert, motherfucker. I got that shit right. <laughs> actually, it, actually, it's <laughs> actually it's not two words. It's hyphenated. Oh, oh. Technically, hyphenated is two words. It's just connected with a hyphen. It's a punctuation mark. But that's not, not don't, hit that. don't hit that. Don't hit that. Don't hit that. I've run out of nerd alerts. I've run out of nerd alerts. So what makes him like... So basically in this alternate timeline, he is the last Kryptonian. He's actually the stepbrother of the Superman, Clark. And Clark's mother was his stepmother. Wait, they can do that legally? They can tie into another... That's what I was saying. Well, it's all DC Comics. Oh, okay. It, it is DC. And the way, yeah, they've okay. set, the way they've set their universe up, which I think, if the you really think about it, marketing is to reach more people. Yeah. So to give something to everybody, right. you know, you have your main continuity, Superman, Clark Kent, White Boy with the little swoosh, which yeah. is now gone. But then to say that, oh, well, in an alternate universe, there is a... Black Superman. Right. No, I just didn't. I didn't know it was DC. If it's yeah, DC, it's that makes DC sense. Comics. I was just curious. I thought this was like a third party, and it's like, oh, yeah. well, if you could actually do that. No, it's DC Comics. This other one from DC I chose is John Stewart, who is the Black Green Lantern. Oh, okay. I've been seeing him on the Twitter. So Black Lantern. Yeah, he's also no, the- he's a Green Lantern <laughs> <laughs> because they're actually not to go too far or take any no, of this really away from you but um it. as far as the green lanterns are concerned um they're they're basically galactic defenders each one is picked from a specific planet to rule over a specific quadrant or at least have the jurisdiction they're like universal police but their power stems from their ring um and the green color is because of the fact that their power stems from will and apparently in this universe will is the color of green mm-hmm. there are actually other lanterns of every other color in the spectrum including black and white and their powers and colors represent different things like the i think the red the red um lantern is love or um. or it's the purple lan- is it sap- who's star purple. sapphire purple excuse me purple the purple lantern is um love um you know black is death um there's an like there's an indigo um you know like there are different colors of each of the spectrum so um 
So yeah, like saying the Black Lantern is different because it means something different. But yeah, he's the Black Green Lantern, and he's also the more popular Lantern as well because of the <laughs> because of the at like because the culture like he was the lantern around the time they started doing the cartoon show justice league Um. so because they put him in the cartoon it influenced an entire generation of kids that were watching it that this is who green lantern is right um even though the original green lantern was hal jordan a white guy jordan yeah i'm sorry continue thank you for that i appreciate that um now i'm gonna move over to the marvel side and i decided to choose two characters from more of a Within the last couple of years, they've they've bought them out because I thought they were relevant, especially you know with Black Girl Power and all the things going on. So one of them that I chose her her real name is Lunella Louise Lafayette. Lunella Louise Lafayette. But her alias is Moon Girl. Oh, Moon Girl. Yes, oh, I've never heard of Moon Girl. She's a little black girl. So she's like cute. nine. Yeah, or something nine like that. She's, she's nine. nine. And what does Moon Girl do? In the Marvel Universe, she has superhero genius intellect. She's and they basically her. said she's one of the smartest of the smarts. And that was Tony Stark, Richard, Reed Richards, Doctor Doom. and Yeah, she, these, she, she is the, like smartest. the smartest. She is. She's the number one most intelligent character in the Marvel Universe. She creates the devices and things. Yeah. And Black Girl Nerds um, had, I want to say, the writer... If I'm not making this up, but I think they had, you know, some kind of Q and A with the mm. writer that, and they were asking like, you know, how how high is her how high is her IQ and this and that, and I was like, this is amazing that like representation does fucking matter. Yeah, yeah. It matters 110 percent because now it's you know it's not just all these intelligent white men and this white savior. It's like there are intelligent black and Latina and Asian women out there, and they're in the comic books and they're being shown. So Moon yeah. Girl. Yeah, it's important. Thank and if you, you yeah, see, like, and if you see you the, for, and if you see the black, if you see the black women that go to, um, that are you know very much a part of the fandom culture, and go to these conventions, like uh, Lunella's character, Moon Girl, is a very popular um, cosplay character, yeah. as well as probably the uh, is the other person from Marvel. Yes. Yeah. So the other character I chose, which I thought was pretty relevant, is Riri Williams, and her codename is Ironheart, and she is basically the new Iron Man. (laughs) She's 15 years old, and again, another genius. They were saying rivaling Tony Stark, which again, in the Marvel Universe, is pretty damn big. So the fact that this 15-year-old black girl, again, is able to overcome the... (laughs) complex of white savior and mm-hmm. be smarter mm-hmm. yeah so thank you i thought those were pretty important because again black yeah. girls power black girls rock mm. black girl magic etc mm-hmm. exactly black history month which mm. i feel like as i get older i sometimes forget about <laughs> i think it's because we've been like i grew up in the 80s yeah so channel 20 it was like black history Real, month you, you had no choice yeah. because every commercial they were giving you this moment in black yeah. history yeah. <laughs> yeah. or there was some movie on roots yes. or something roots like that on for a week oh my god everybody sat down it was prime time too, oh, right yeah. after dinner and right you're in school dinner. and you're so you, if you went to decent school you're going to talk about it yeah. you know every, yeah. Yeah. Fairfax yes. county yep. public school yeah so I, mean, I went to i mean i went to private school and so my entire daily life was <laughs> well at school was being around a bunch of mm-hmm. like rich white jews mm-hmm. um because our jewish population was super high so every day it was always about like 
diversity and when um and when February rolled around, you know, we had um, we had a black awareness club, which was like the equivalent of a black student union at certain other places. And so, like, we were in charge of, um, like, doing assemblies throughout the month, like, basically doing other things. It was like a big thing, but it's just, yeah. Like, when you, because I've experienced people, like, that ignorant racism that you get in like the mid Atlantic states mm-hmm. and the north a little less than you get like in the south it's it's more blatant like racism is much more blatant in the south um, and up here it's like they just say ignorant things that they don't realize is racist mm-hmm. so you know they'll say they'll they'll say things like oh I'm not racist I'm not racist at all but you just told me that February is y'all's month oh. Right. No. So, right. <laughs> no. I mean, there's, there's not really like it's. I they don't. Someone said that to me the other day. Racism's like, really? on a spectrum. Yeah, and having in, in hearing that every like hearing that and experiencing that every single year, Black History Month actually does stick out to me. Like it sticks out to me like my birthday or like a birthday would to like a or another person. Hmm. So I have to speak from both sides because when I was back home in yeah. Colorado. Yes, February was like the time of the year where I was like, I'm going to fucking learn something the fuck else this month. And it was because I went to a very diverse elementary school. Like my third grade teacher was a very outspoken Venezuelan woman, like Negrita. And just, just, you're going to learn some shit. But then by the time I moved out here, because I was... I've been more surrounded by blackness in D.C. and with my, you know, I'm closer to my family and even in my environment and my university I chose mm-hmm. to go to, it was a lot of blackness. So then it became like all the time constantly learning and reading and doing things. So I guess as I've gotten older, it's like, oh, yeah, it is February. Now we get to really kind of show out with our history instead of just kind of putting out our papers and our research. Now it's like, oh, no, you're going to mm-hmm. listen and, and we're going to joan on fucking uh, mommy dearest over here, uh, Pensy Poo, and uh, you know talk shit. But no, thank you, uh, Montego Moreno, for uh, Black History Month. My pleasure. Your pleasure. <laughs> Actually, it should have been your pleasure. No. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> you know that GIF I sent you some time of the really pretty black model, and she kind of looks over and she. <laughs> I sent that to my sister the other day because she said my lips were ashy, and I was like, "Bitch, I know I have braces in. Like I just got so Invisalign. That's why your lips were ashy? My lips are always ashy. I don't know why. Uh-huh. I try to work on it, but no, I was that's just way. like." You know, I, I have, I'm drooling on myself all day. Oh yeah, since that's another thing that's happened since um, <laughs> since our last episode, Veronica has Invisalign. Yay! It's it's been uh, adventures in eating and very fast eating. Like I, I feel have, like we talked about that. Yeah, before, we may have talked about it. But it was before she, I got fitted. Yes. Before I paid yeah. out, she said she was like. No, I had paid out yeah. like the first third of my payments. <laughs> <laughs> so once that first payment went through, I was like, "Well, I'm committed to it." Right. And then I found out I only have to do it for five months. So That's it's actually bad. no, it's not bad at all. And you know, it just looks like I have tartar all over my fucking teeth. Whatever. <laughs> but it's okay. Um, Mr. Y. Yes. You went to the grocery store last night. Yeah. Okay. So look, <clears throat> you don't have a theme. Uh, I do have one, but it's like I need to really I need to do the music. It for should it. be a banjo. 
Anyway, so all right, look, so played with a banjo. So where the recording studio is, where the recording studio is, there's a giant across the street. So I go to get some stuff at like ten thirty, ten forty five. Veronica is like, We need wine. This is a normal occurrence in our house. We need wine. I go across and get it. So it's it's about 70 feet from our door. So I walk across. I go pick up the things that I want. Now, it's about five minutes to 11 at this point, and the store closes at midnight, and they've closed down the self-checkout lines, which is my normal, my normal stilo is to go to the self-checkout lines. But now it's 11 o'clock at night. There is one register open. Mm-hmm. It is manned by a familiar Hispanic woman. Condolences. <laughs> and so I walk, I, I, I see there's one person in line. I'm like, okay, this is brilliant. And so a white lady in her 50s. And she's at, the, she's at the front of the line, so no one's, it's just me and her. So I walk in, I walk around the corner, come around, and, then her, and I see her basket is still in the line up towards the back of the conveyor belt thing and she's up front and her basket she has one of those half baskets the two-tiered baskets where the it's got you know the stuff at the bottom and the stuff (laughs) at the top and it's pretty full like she's definitely doing her grocery shopping unlike most people who are at a grocery store at 10 45 who are there to pick up condoms (laughs) uh, yeah alcohol um right toilet paper uh tampons Uh, whatever (laughs) whatever she is doing her full shopping which I do not have a problem with. I'm a night owl. I do my shopping at that hour sometimes as well. But it's the way she was presenting the items to the cashier that I've never seen this before. And I'm wondering if anybody has ever seen this. And it was so annoying that I almost said something. Pray tell. All right. So, again, her basket is full. She is like four feet from the basket. She's up up where the register is the basket is back towards the back of the entrance of the line and so she is saying she she takes pairs of items out of the basket takes them to the front and says this is buy one get one free and waits for the cashier to ring them up to make sure that they're being ringed up properly yeah. And then she says, and then once they're ringed up properly, she grabs the other two. This one's buy one half off. So she's giving her all the deals that she's gotten on these things and making sure, confirming each one. I sat there for 15 minutes <laughs> waiting for her to do this. I'm like, bitch, look, I do what I do. I get my deals. I'm very, I'm a savvy grocery shopper. I definitely, there are things we've bought. Like I've bought, why'd we buy this kind of butter? That's the butter that was on sale. That's why I bought that butter. But when I ring that shit up, (laughs) when I ring that shit up, I put that shit on the conveyor belt and I just watch. Put the shit all on the conveyor belt and you sit there and let them ring it up and you just watch the thing and make sure that the discounts are popping off as they're supposed to. That one was buy one, get one. And then I get to the end and if they miss one, I'll be like, I think it missed one. 
I think it missed the pretzels. The pretzels are supposed to be bought. I wouldn't buy those pretzels if they weren't buy one, get one free. Can you check? She's doing it with every... And at this point now, there's two other people behind me. And I'm like, only a fucking white woman would (laughs) fucking do this. And I say that as a white man. But I want to know if anyone has ever encountered yes yes really yes, i have this it was it was yes. like are you are you are aware that yes. other people are here and you're holding yes. them up because oh my god yes, yes i have yes and so, not only did she do that she didn't have enough money oh, <laughs> that shit. everything that yeah. she and then you, like, have, have you I've, I've seen it where it's like, okay, well, how about take this one off? And they'll take it off and be like, and then they'll adjust the total and it, won't, it still won't be enough. Okay, um, take this one. It's like they're playing the prices right with their own groceries. They're like, okay, so um, take this one off. And then it finally when it gets like $2 below, they're like, okay, that's good. We're good right there. Like they prioritize their groceries in terms of, okay, well, I don't need that. I can you live have without that. Two hundred dollars worth right. of groceries in your cart, right? And you have thirty dollars in your. <laughs> How does your math work right. out? And not even like, and not even. I mean, and in, 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 you mean in your pocket as far as like liquid cash, right? Like it's not like you had you thought you had a certain amount of money and something accidentally got taken out. Out and your card declines. Like right, you right. know that you, know you only you have eighty bucks in okay, your pocket, right. so, and this is a hundred dollars. So since we're talking grocery store, <laughs> now I have to jump in here. I am so sorry, but I have please, to share this. Please, because I'm yeah, no. So grocery store, like he said, I had too many items for the self checkout because it's like 12 now they've put a minimum and I had 20 so I was like okay I don't feel like it today because the black girl working just and I could see so I was like and I had just got off work so let me (laughs) just got off work and and those of you in the room know me and those who've listened you just got off work so I'm standing in line and I'm like okay and there's this lady in front of me and then there's this older lady behind me so I'm standing there and I'm just like, okay, yeah. And there's like three people already in line, and you can just tell it's gonna take forever because the cashier was talking. That's a whole nother discussion. So <laughs> this other cashier walks up, and is like, oh, I can take you over here. So the, the older lady in front of me was like, all right. So she jumped in line, and then she was one of those women. And I texted each other, have you ever those older women who think they're being funny and they say something out loud and then they laugh and then they look at you as if you're supposed <laughs> to engage, like, right, co-sign right. them, Auntie right? Behavior. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I'm like, instead of laughing, why don't you put your shit on the conveyor belt so we can get out of here? Because at this point, I'm like, yeah. So as I'm standing there, all of a sudden, my ankles are assaulted by this older black lady pushing a cart. So again, you can't see me, but those of you who listen and know me, and yeah, you already know the face that I gave her when I slowly, not quickly, but slowly turned my head around. Like, what the, you know? And 
okay, she did kind of look like Esther Roll, but that's uh-huh. a whole other discussion too. And instead of saying excuse me, she mumbled something that was inaudible to me that I'm not sure what. Like, are you okay? Yeah. Um. It just—it was one of those moments where I was like, as a black person, like. If I were white, <laughs> I would be so fucking angry right now. Like, oh my, like, but it, just as a, I just got off work and this, stop laughing and go ahead and get your groceries. And of course, the cashier, she was a middle-aged woman who had a lot of weave in her hair. And I, sometimes Three I like to deal Sometimes I like to deal with customer service type stuff, and sometimes I just want to get my stuff, no conversation. So on this particular trip to the store, I was getting stuff to make pizza because Chef Boy RC over here made a really good yeah, we saw that pizza. Chef Boy RC, my birthday. So the trademark. So so the so the cashier looks at me and she says, "Oh." You must be making pizza. <laughs> How observant of you. So I'm like, why yes? Why, why, why yes, I am making pizza. And she's cool. like, so all you had to do was get the dough and the sauce and put your own toppers on it? <laughs> well, <laughs> yes. That is all you need to do. So hold on. Wait, so then she says... All right. Well, my niece, who's four years old. Ain't nobody asked you about that. <laughs> Ain't nobody asked you about that. She's coming over this weekend. So this will be perfect for her and I to cook together. And I was like, I'm, yeah, I'm sure. How much will that? I, t- I tell you what, yeah. why, don't, why don't you take mine? I brought here. You, here you go. Take what I brought. You ring it up for yourself, and yeah. I'll go ahead and get what I was. I'll go get when, another grocery store fuckery. No, first I'm of all, you. first of all, when when congenial moments turn shady, yeah, turn yeah. wrong, yeah. Oh, horribly so wrong. You look like you're about to make pizza. Yes, yes, ma'am. Yes, I am. You can yeah. see the ingredients here, and then she continues <laughs> talking, and it's like, okay, this is cute, and then she says, my niece who is four, would love doing this. We'll do it. This like something about she'll do it this weekend with her. Weekend. And I'm like, the the issue is is now she's she she complimented you on ingenuity and discovering somehow how pizza, to make pizza, pizza. ingredients. <laughs> and oh, then, you don't, and then you she, don't just buy pizza frozen <laughs> in a she, box. You actually make it. it and then she online. ends it by saying that it's a perfect thing to do for a four year old girl. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can I? Can I, can I I know why she asked that question. She was digging. So, so and I know she's digging because we are two childless black women what was she on the East Coast. Okay, so let me tell you something. She thought she was cute. People do it to me all day at my job. Oh, how many children do you have? Zero, motherfucker. How many do you have? Like, this woman this looked is, like she was at 50. Exactly, but she's digging to see, do you honey. have a baby? <laughs> Maybe, maybe her daughter. Okay, you know, bitches. People y'all are people know Montego, are and you know at that point the look that I had on my face. Uh, and at one, we know and, because, the one. And, and I was I was real time texting him I like, know. 
why the fuck is she talking to me? I just want to get my groceries yeah. and get out of here. I had a cashier at Target hit on my quasi-husband <laughs> while I was standing the fuck next to him um, before. The, 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 when we went to Target when I broke my brush and that white girl kept trying to tell me her life story and how she was sick and wanted to go home. <laughs> and I have been in retail my whole fucking career. And I was like, sweetie, where's your manager? <laughs> and she was like, well, why? And I was like, because if you don't feel well and you're going to pass out, I suggest you go home. <laughs> because as a manager, it's not a retail, good look. It's not a good look. Girl, go home because I don't like you. You talk too much. You're the first person I'm sitting home when I'm cutting out. Well, especially a place She's like Target. One. There's fucking 80 people working oh, here. But like, no, no. go home. I've seen, but real quick, back to the playing the game at the register, at the grocery the store. The small talk game? No, no, no. The let me take some shit off until I can, like, my car oh, goes right. through. Yeah. <laughs> when I worked at the ampersand store, I watched bitches come Do in on Friday right. night. Friday mm. night, right? Hair is kind of done. Nails are maybe 10 days old, but still good. <laughs> so they're just trying to go out for the night. Like they, It's like the, the Thursday before pay, Friday before like the real payday. Like you're, you're scrimping. <laughs> and they would come in and they'd be like, all right, let me go to the basics. And they get a little basic, mm. little two tight dress, seven ninety nine. Look, page into the prices. seven ninety nine. dollars Amperstand store? Oh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's an, there's the an ampersand in the title, uh, in the name of the so, store. So they'd come, okay, so $7.99. You got me, Cedro? Okay. So then they'd go around the corner and they'd get a blazer, $19.99. Okay. So we are at how much? About $28. Okay, $28. All right, with tax. Okay, let's just, let's forego tax. Let's just, okay. So. We're going to go around the corner and we're going to steal some stockings. Five ninety five, So that's free. We're not adding anything to the balance, okay? Then we're going to go to the jewelry department and we're going to get some 18-pack of hoops and studs. Three ninety five. Put that in your bra. Free. Okay? So we're still at $28. All right? They will go upstairs and like get the shoes, little like little tacky kitten heels. Shout out cousin Charles, clack clack clack. Um, <laughs> and the little heels would be like twelve ninety five. So where are we at? Uh, about uh, about forty dollars. Okay, forty dollars. You stole two things. You're at the register. You know you only have thirty seven dollars on your account. What do you do? <laughs> <laughs> you surely don't take something out of your bra that you stole, <laughs> thinking that that will save you money. Oh fuck! That was like oh oh, oh that doesn't That's count because so... I took it. Hey, when she was at the counter, she kept pushing the baby. Oh. <laughs> Oh, we watched chewing gum. So we've seen several episodes of chewing gum. We've seen at least a, like five. It's maybe. really good. That's that amazing. Fucking the, hilarious. The episode where the woman is blatantly <laughs> stealing. And then she puts it up and she like she tells her the price and she like gets upset about it and puts it and tell like she um the cashier um who's the main character tells her like you're stealing and she's like no i'm not and gets and gets belligerent about it she's like but we have a we we have a camera like it's right behind it's right it's right it's right there yeah this is a a british netflix original and so and so the woman's like oh and then she takes 
she takes like a couple of things, not everything. <laughs> yeah, she's like, fuck because, it. Because she had previously put like an entire like in, like cafe- school cafeteria size can of baby formula in her purse, which she doesn't pull out. She pulls out like the baby food she's been stealing off the counter in front of the main character while she's watching her do it. She puts that up there. She's like, oh, okay. And then as she leaves, she still Dude, takes still one of them still stealing, like- as she leaves. But when you find out why? <laughs> oh, right. Yes. right. She was stealing those things? Yes. That, yeah, yeah just yeah, watch, good, watch that, the show. It's, but when it's she hilarious. Put on, but I when never she, put that together. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but when she put on the makeup, I'm sorry. Oh, that looked like Beyonce. So sorry. The first episode, yeah. I, she With looked like, yeah. She looked, she looked she, you know who ass. she looked like? Yes. When they first put a wig on Jamie Foxx. Right. Wanda. <laughs> Right. She looked like Wanda. That's who she looked like. She looked like Wanda. And 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 like as 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 the show progressed, like she has some moments where she is pretty. Yeah. But when they put that makeup right, on her, right. right. she looked just oh, like she looked like Wanda. Okay, so. Okay, this is the last thing I'm gonna say, and then we're gonna move on to Chelsea Handler. I had somebody come in. Wait, Look. wait, Veronica. What? Hold on. Your intro. Excuse me. How much is this? <laughs> what? How much is this bag? I heard you. Why? Are you worried you can't afford it? I don't know. Then you can't. Get out. <laughs> Get out. Put the bag down. I wasn't going to steal. Get out before I call the police. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Shout out, Abfab. I'm going to go to the bathroom. Keep talking. All right. So. <laughs> Are you worried you can't afford it? You worried? Get out. <laughs> I don't know. I... Then you can't. <laughs> Get out. I need to come up with a name for my work personality because I am that. I am Patsy Stone Chantel. at work. Baby Chantel might work because I literally said to myself the other day, and then I said it to a client, I was like, ma'am, it's only twenty-seven fifty. Like I said in such a convincing way, I'm, they're not supposed to be here. This is a private studio. Go away. Who's ever ringing? Um, and I was like, it's only twenty seven fifty, ma'am. And I said in a way that, in my heart of hearts, I know that's a mortgage, realistically speaking. But I have to say it in such a way, like, bitch, if you can't afford twenty seven fifty, why are you here? Right. I hate myself sometimes. <laughs> so that's why I come home and watch trash television and try to just keep myself grounded in reality because. Th- this shit is real like it's scary <laughs> anywho um, we all know I'm a huge fashion fucking nerd we're just gonna skip over Chelsea um, I work for one of the most fabulous brands in the world but there is a better brand out there and they go by Gucci and Gucci is killing the game right now literally Alessandra Michelle is their current designer so when you guys are seeing like mm-hmm. um Redbone, who sings Red Childish Gambino. Okay. He did a whole campaign with um, with Gucci. Uh, Pharrell wears a lot of Gucci. Like anytime you see something crazy, embroidery, seventy style, a lot of these kids are like loving it. It's outrageous ass price point, even for me as someone who it's it's crazy, but they love it. Um, so Gucci decided this year to kind of ride this odd cultural wave we've been watching all as black people and those of us who've been in the culture for a while of like blackness becoming super super popular and it's the trajectory is it was like this you know for it was flat for a while now it's just shooting up at like Mm -hmm. a 90 degree angle it's insane 
And so they're like, we're going to have an all-black campaign. We're going to hire a bunch of black models for our fall winter um, 2017 show, I think. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have these kids audition. When I say kids, meaning they're like 18 and to like 20-something years old. So they're in the UK, and hopefully you guys can like gather around and see her. But um, this young lady, her name is Akua. She's beautiful, just to describe her to the audience. She's probably, um, I think she says she's about 24. She'll tell us herself, but she has like a little curly, coiled afro. She looks a little maybe East African, but let me play the video. Let me make sure that Akuya Shabaka, and um, what's your spirit animal? Um, probably a bumblebee or like a turtle. <laughs> Why a bumblebee? Um, it's, it's just like it creates things that are sweet and represents like sensuality as well as like pollinating and new life. We're gonna play track if you could show us your attention. Jesus, she's tall. She has legs for days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Still was this a Charleston or something? I don't know. It's like a can can. Yeah. And now she's. It's like a sixties like Austin Power. I mean, it's very British. It's not like a black American girl who'd be like, pop it, don't stop it, don't pop it, don't stop, don't pop it, don't stop, like Shaquita, twerk for me. Okay, sorry, I described too many Instagram models auditions, sorry, put y'all out there like that. But she's one of the um, models she's that's made the She's one of the, the models that has made the campaign. Okay. Um, she's one of, I want to say, nine that have been selected, and they're, you know, all beautiful, attractive British, European, you know, black Afro-Europeans. Um, so, I love the campaign. I love the idea of the campaign. I love that everyone's still trying to push the boundaries on, like, blackness and what is beautiful and what's cultural and what is not appropriation. I hate the fucking questions that this woman asked her. What is your spirit animal? <laughs> <laughs> Native Americans are pissed. Right. Let us not... Keep using the spirit animal thing. Like, they're up there fighting for y'all's clean water. The Redskins are still right around the corner. Like, Native Americans are furious. And we're still doing this with your spirit spirit animal animal? stuff. So. I have a spirit spirit animal tarot card set. Am I wrong for this? (sighs) When I first started my job three years ago, Mm -hmm. one of the white girls told me that I was her spirit animal. happened to me before that's, that's the weirdest weird. thing that I, it's one of the weirdest things a well, person can say to you to be fair you're really, my spirit because animal. i'm good at what i do i but just it was, said this to my nephew the other day it was very very i didn't i and she said it on more than one occasion and she said it in front of people mm-hmm. Now, does it put it into context for you? A I don't. Bit more? So, but, I mean, but, I, I, but you know that that like there are colloquialisms these days that mean other things. Like to say that somebody's your spirit animal nowadays for people who aren't Native American and really, or people who don't really understand the history, it basically just means like you're my inspiration. You're you're inspirational. Like I look <clears> up to you, or I'm like it's not. A, it's in, even in that, awe it's, of it's, like what it is. I'm feeling you. So yeah, basically, she, basically the way you are is the way I've been. Four and she had never seen a black person until she was twenty. Yeah, so Where that's the hell not was good. She from South the Dakota? Northwest. 
Like Montana. somewhere Connecticut. Oh, northeast. Northeast. Northeast Connecticut. There are so many black people in Connecticut. Greenwich, maybe. Dan, I mean, I mean, right. There Dan are black people in Greenwich. She, I mean, listen, she was somewhere <laughs> where they didn't. And when she said that, I was Western like, "Wait, what?" And and someone else confirmed, yeah, she grew up in an area where. And I'm not saying that she was that she was being racist. No, I'm no, just no, no, no. That it's, it's ignorance. While you brought it up, mm. like. I just I thought about the yeah. spirit. I'm your spirit yeah. animal. What does it's it's that just mean? it's one of the it's like icky. It's like oh you're my nigga. Like it's, right. you know it's kind of like uh like ooh like why can't I just be inspirational in myself? Yeah. Or why can't you say you're feeling me? Like well, the same reason they have to approach you and say yo. Yeah, that's <laughs> aren't we in the that's office? My my yo doesn't work. Here. Ayo, big man. Yeah, ayo, my, oh, ayo big man, please. <sighs> So, and then the second part, the second part is the dancing. Okay. Do I really need to like elaborate on the dancing? No, I see where you're going. There is a history of shucking and and jiving. jiving. Mm -hmm. So I get it. So that's what you took from that? I yeah. Wow. She's a model. I guess I didn't. You know what? You have to learn how to do it. Remember when you had me do one uh, ATM, whatever cycle, one or two? Remember when you made me audition for America's Next Top Model? I made you? You strongly encouraged that I... She... Okay, wait. You You, strongly encouraged. That's what she wanted to do. She kind of like I'm a revisionist history over here. Alternative <laughs> facts number one. Alternative facts number one. I was strongly encouraged by one big brother, Montego Moreno. Yes. You to yes. Do that. And She's a beautiful woman. Why yes, not? Right. Thank you. And considering some of the trash they have on America's <laughs> Next Top Model, <laughs> I, mean, I, just, I just figured, well, my sister's beautiful. Yeah, why not? Thank into, you. I mean, but there was like, there's a certain amount of like. Shuck and jive. In that, literally. Literally, in this. This comes, this literally like, comes down to like you being able to follow direction and being like literally modeling is stand there, do the right thing, hold your neck the right way, you know, use the right muscles in your face, find at your fucking like. W- at what find, point would you right have to jump. dance? What right. fucking point? Unless you <laughs> are in point? the OA, you know, right. and you, you gotta do some dance? choreograph over there. Right. You know, that's when you should know how to fucking do a dance. But yeah. like, if you're walking for fucking Gucci and you are walking for these huge brands uh, Supreme and Louis Vuitton just had a fucking release that was crazy you don't see those guys out there fucking break dancing for their right. goddamn life like that's right. not realistic that is and somebody proved me fucking wrong but like any of the calls that I've been on or any place I've ever gone to go for a photo shoot is do you do you fit what I'm looking for yes yeah. are you the size that I'm having a wardrobe for right. yes or no that, it is that simple yeah. you have the look or you don't you have the height or you don't you have the skills or you don't Unless your skill is to be on nowness and do a fucking ballerina video, there's no reason for the shucking and driving. Well, so they get, you know, half off of the celebration for there because it's like you had a very, very strong campaign. Yeah. You had a very diverse group of not all light skinned, curly haired, green eyed models. Good job. Right. You fucked up with the shucking. There's a, um, I, I think there's like a, there's like a Mr. Bojangles expectancy mm-hmm. um, that's underlying throughout like racial interaction mm-hmm. that I think a lot of people black or white or any other Everyone. race don't really understand how subliminally and how subconsciously it affects you mm-hmm. that you kind of expect they you, didn't mean anything by that but, mm-hmm. I mean that you that you kind of expect you kind of expect black people 
to perform. Yeah. So you want to entertain us, huh? Well, well let's see what you got. Like, I mean, in in I, the experience that the experience that I have, especially when it comes to school, was a very dichotomous one like there were very distinct separate parts of it i would go to school with rich white kids and then i would go home and i lived in inner city baltimore so it was very different and it wasn't that we had money i was just very fortunate maybe that story will be a different time Mm. but um like i was able to go to private school um despite the fact of being poor so experiencing white people in that sort of privilege on a daily basis was a very it was a very like odd thing and it, you start experiencing like all of the aspects of how racism and prejudice have evolved to be more subliminal and more surreptitious in a way so like not only would people say like oh well february is your month mm-hmm. but you know people would always assume that because i was black that I was great at sports, right. that I knew how to sing and dance, mm-hmm. and like I knew everything about rap or like mm-hmm. could beatbox You're or like so those things. Articulate. <laughs> now, you are such an articulate young man. And I wasn't really, I wasn't really helpful to that because I actually was good at those. Like I was mm-hmm. good at those things, so it only reinforced it for them. Even though, like, I tried to fight against the general idea that every single black person has rhythm or every single black person loves fried chicken, watermelon, and grape soda. Like, people, they, they expect us to perform. And if we don't, then somehow to it's like a detriment. Well, yeah, then it's somehow a detriment to our entire race. When, or, we, when uh, yeah. why isn't his, uh, our, his parents took us out on a, like a yacht thing one year mm-hmm. um, in Florida and... We were like the youngest people there by 50 years. It was ridiculous. <laughs> so, but we went with, you know, his mom and dad. And it was funny because they were playing music. And it was kind of like the whole table kind of was like looking at, at Wise and I. <laughs> and Wise and I like kept What's drinking this? and like kept drinking on someone else's tab. Because they're like, drink whatever you want. We're like, drink heavily, shit. So, and they're like looking at us and looking at the dance floor and looking at us and looking at the dance floor. And he's kind of like laughing Wise's. And he's like, they're like fucking waiting for us to go out there and like do the electric slide. Right. And then the electric slide did come on oh, no. and neither of us got up from our seats and like we actually ignored the whole situation and you just like see like the white expectancy there where so, they're like yeah. come so on y'all for, for the benefit of it, for the benefit of any white people who are happen to be listening the three of you that are listening um, <laughs> I, what you have to understand is there is a historical backdrop to black entertain with entertainment with when it comes to race and in America where there was a time where the only black people in a given room were the entertainment so that is always there and that is always something that that people will remember and that is ingrained in the culture so that when you sit here and, and try to make you know Hey, y'all, I heard you sing and dance. Yeah, because that was the only people, the only black people you ever saw in the 1940s when you went to a fucking club and the dancers and the and the jazz musicians that were playing. And so you have an expectation that that's, oh, if I'm seeing you now, you must have some special. No, right. stop that it, shit. There's also black mathematicians. There's black, every possible it, thing you could possibly think of. Don't fucking pigeonhole people, dude. And it plays, and it plays deeply into the, um, the culture aspect as well because not only were 
um, at times the only black people in the room, the entertainers, but they were also only the help right. if they were anything else. Right. So black people not only have had, you know, uh, cultural um, experiences of being oppressed throughout American history, but also whenever we are noticed in American history, it's either as help, so right. we're supposed to be out of the way and quiet, or as the entertainment, so we're right. supposed to be something that you look up to. There's never been an in-between in, for us. And in both so, of those situations, right. they are there. You, they, right. the black people that are there are there to serve right. you. They're there so, to entertain you and serve you and clean up after So the average black person has never mattered. Right. The only black people that matter are the ones that are either helping you in a like in a vocational way or the ones that are helping you in your thirst for entertainment. Right. That are entertaining. Um, we don't like we don't really we've never really had a middle ground where we exist, which is one of the reasons why in general people don't really give a shit about us. Right. I mean it's just it it translates to fast forward that now what however many years it's been since the Voting Rights Act who are the, the when you when people when people talk about rich black people who are they thinking about the entertainers yeah. athletes it's all the people yeah. the only the you only, never hear about the rich black dentist I was going to say Stacey Dash but, but she lost her job but, but not even the rich but not even the rich black dentist because the rich black dentist or the rich black doctor that nobody ever hears about or like Rainbow from right. yeah, Blackish yeah. like those are still in a certain category you yeah. basically like the only black people that other people who aren't Black Sea are the criminals yep. and the LeBron James and the, LeBron and the James. Beyonce right. and like that. So like the rest of us, that's why that's why we don't matter. Like yes, it stems from racism, but it's the development of this culture where we can only be zero or a hundred, right? And we don't have any other spectrum to us. Yep. And it, it, yeah, so I think that's why I've enjoyed social media so much more lately because I've just found like a nice group of like black people smart black people to be around and just kind of learning from there like reading their papers and you know interjecting myself in business I have no business like torturing people but you know not literal torture not like Donald Trump um I'm just trying to surround myself with people who are humorous and, and black and smart and that way you know I even personally living in the area I still have a different experience of like someone who lives out in Colorado or lives out in Nebraska and is black has a different experience than I but I have to be open to it and respect it and just like all of our experiences of being black and growing up and being you know super nerdy athletic you know intelligent academically advanced smart whatever it's it's all different but we also have like our collective blackness that yeah. brings us together <laughs> our collective love for culture and, and people loving to steal our culture and you know reappropriate that for themselves because it's like for me watching pop culture lately has mm-hmm. been just kind of like oh how many years ago were black women doing that and which is why I'm going back and, and getting my degree and what I'm getting it in is because it's so intriguing to me because now I'm old enough to have experienced like mm-hmm. boxer braids. What the fuck are boxer braids, <laughs> bitch? Those are cornrows. <laughs> like you know, like what, like our our reimagination of our blackness is is being whitewashed and just our oh Timberland boots are now like Tim's yo yo dead ass like what the fuck. <laughs> Pitbulls are I mean, now the dog all the white people are trying to save. I remember when like fucking Michael, <laughs> Michael Vick was like the worst. Oh, save the that's when pitbulls became like the savior complex. Like, but black people. I mean, all know. Elvis Presley was doing 
was muddy waters. But then, I mean, but yeah. then yeah, like like pitbulls. What? Well, pitbulls was Were, a thing. Yeah, yeah, now yeah. it's obviously a thing for you know white people. But I mean, it, oh, we it, large rescued lips. a pitbull. I mean, but now, so for, but now for but now for black people or more um, urban living people mm-hmm. because it's not just black people necessarily. Still. But the the dog of choice is the cane corso. And really? you see, yeah, you see a lot of you see a lot more cane corsos. And if you see a cane corso, it's it's basically like a pit bull, but taller and slightly Didn't more. Didn't Aretha Franklin have one of those that she couldn't control, and Caesar Milan had to come? Like they're 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 very they're they're so, hefty right? dogs. Mm. Like they're substantially sized. Look, I know my dog in all of his fourteen pounds cannot save me from shit except his imagination yeah. and his perceived Aww, threats on yes life. But like, wh- I mean, but like, white people did mohawks, and then all right, of a sudden, right, like right. the two thousands through, um, maybe a year ago, like all black people were doing the like faux hawk mm-hmm. or that like right. similar mm-hmm. idea, and then white people were like, "Well, <laughs> let's reimagine this." So then they started doing the the, um, the pompadour. The that like, yeah, it's it basically just looks. It's just that it's how you spot a Nazi these days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, you guys huh. know that guy moved down the street from us, right? Yeah. Which, uh, Sean, Richard, uh, Richard, uh, yeah, Spencer, Spencer, Richard lives Spencer. On the block, so I figure we'll go hang out in he front lived. of the chocolate place he lives above. Field <laughs> oh, trip, I'll pay. He lives like a mile. The guy and who got punched in the face twice. Oh, yeah, he lives. Nazi guy. He lives yeah. down the block. Nazi guy. Hey, Nazi guy, welcome to the neighborhood. Nazi guy. <laughs> what's up, Nazi what's guy? What's up, I'm Nazi guy? But the, I mean, but I, I think what's <laughs> why is it stupid? What's hilarious to me is the fact that I'm. Absolutely, 100% unequivocally confident that those two times were not the only times he's been punched in the face <laughs> in public. <laughs> those I hope the two times they got caught on camera. I hope there's many what more made times. that really good was it was the same day. <laughs> if you're getting, if you're right, getting punched in the face twice yeah. in a viral way, right. online, like being Within posted 24 like that, hours. You've, all, you've been punched in the face in public yeah. other times Many times, like yeah. So a guy lives down the street. I do enjoy the way the first guy. I, I enjoyed the approach. Like he let him speak. Mm-hmm. Like he was clearly there the whole time. Like mm-hmm. he was off, you know, out of view the entire time, and he just waited. He waited till he turned his head. He waited till he knew he could sneak in there, and then quickly moved. It was like he. It was like he. Um, it was like he was like a well. You know, I want to punch him in the face, <laughs> right? But I right. also want to give—I also want to give peace a chance. So let me see. <laughs> let me see what he's talking about first, and then as the conversation like develops, he just becomes different, various like over it emoji faces, yeah. and then but, he just punches him in the but, face. But you know like, what? And he should. And and uh, just for the record, I just want to—I'm all for punching Nazis in the face. Um, <laughs> so anyone who does want, you will always uh, yeah, get always love from me. me. Yeah, you'll find a friend in me. Um, I will set up a GoFundMe account to bail you out if you need be if you want to punch Nazis in the face, but he deserved to be punched in the face not just because of a, he was a Nazi, but he felt comfortable enough to stand out there in D.C. in fucking D.C. Now he felt comfortable enough to be who he is. Standing out, you see in the background there are protesters behind him. And he felt comfortable enough. That's what Donald Trump has White emboldened. White lives matter too much. I mean, that's and, the best sign. And, yeah. and so he deserved, nah, dude, understand, we still know you're a fucking Nazi, right. and we're still going to fucking punch right. you in the face. Like, we, trolling, trolling only, okay, please, listeners and anyone who will be futurely listening to this, 
trolling is only acceptable online right. because that's yeah. the only place where it's not dangerous for you. Yes. Like, don't go to a protest and troll and troll, troll protest because people will end you. Like, yes. it's not a you can't just close your it's, laptop. It's, no. it's not right. a game. Right. You can't. I mean, you can't he came go to back the next from room. Being, he came back from being punched in the face twice. Mm-hmm. But it might not be that beneficial to you in the future. But like then people... he moves into our neighborhood, <laughs> one of the most liberal neighborhoods people in the are, United States. Are there are town. people protesting outside of his fucking apartment. And they're like, we can't make him move. And, we can't. and we're like, no shit, but we can but, make him uncomfortable. So his literal existence is trolling right now. He's yeah. trolling my entire <laughs> neighborhood. <laughs> ain't nothing but white, liberal people that live here. We're all like, beautiful day in Delray. <laughs> Again, and you're welcome here. There are there are people with signs in my neighborhood. Bless them. That say that are you're welcome here. Are written in English, Spanish, and Arabic. You are welcome here. We are glad you are our neighbor. Like those signs are posted in people's. That's the kind of neighborhood we live in, which is great. It's caused a lot of money here and to live here, and I'm glad that I'm paying what we pay to be amongst people who would post that in their yard in these current situations. And this guy is living here with them. Something is going to break and something I don't wicked think it's this way comes. Old yeah. <laughs> Old Town likes their money. Old Town right. likes their tourism and Old Town don't want no And apparently problems. there's a coffee shop below him and the Chocolate. coffee sh- and the yeah and the coffee shop is like what the fuck you're killing us. You're, this guy living above us is killing our fucking mood is killing our our well, vibe. People are now it's supporting every, them. Yeah. People are like, "Hey, I'm here to get my chocolate and <laughs> pick some Nazi." So, hey. So wow. when your Nazi buddies come into town, are they going to be staying at your like, like it's almost like he's literally there. Like Steve Bannon, I got Steve Bannon sitting there in the White House, and he's running the National Security Council. It's only a matter of time, so I better be close to Washington so I can just sidestep right in, right when it, you know when the shit goes down. I'm gonna close it up with this: Steve Bannon looks like a boss you have to battle at the end of a very horrible, <laughs> horrible RPG. <laughs> Anyhow, why does Sean Spicer always look so mad? What did I say? He looks like this because he's mad at life. I said he looks like <laughs> he's mad. Matt, look! Look what at the look at the situations that his boss is is Steve putting him like, in. Or Spicer looks like. A, but I mean, oh, just, but when I feel, he came out there talking about the numbers of the the inauguration, oh he reminded me of an outraged substitute teacher. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh. you're gonna fucking listen to me. Sit down, shut up, Thomas. I mean, right. but you gave him you gave him some pretty strong credit when you said the boss at the end of a very <laughs> right at an RBG. No, yeah. I'd give him like a platform game, like nineteen like nineties <gasps> Mario. Oh, like we were like, playing oh, at, uh, yes. at Christmas. No, no, we were playing Contra. 80s, no, 80s we were playing Mario. Contra on the on the super, on the original Nintendo. Right, you just he's he's not even it's not even that advanced of a boss. <laughs> It's like the one you just have to jump over and hit the little like lever, like Bowser in the original oh, Mario Brothers. Yeah, he does. Okay, we're gonna call Bannon Bowser. <laughs> he's, he's, the, he's the end of a le- he's the oh, end of a level on a Mario game. <laughs> right. he's, he's the last thing. To, he's the last character you have to beat before you advance Wait, to the next his, level. Pence right. calls his his wife mother. Yes, he does. Rolling Stone had a hole. Yes. Well, then wouldn't that be Norman Bates? Oh, okay, Norman say. Bates. All right, oh, so. no, Mother Blood. <laughs> so we've got that... Norman Bates. We've got Toupe Fiasco. <laughs> we have Bowser. 
Um, it's the Legion of Doom. It's the fucking Legion of Doom. What's the white lady who's aging like a raisin? Kelly Conway. Kelly Conway. Kelly Ann Conway. Conway. Kelly Ann Conway. She's Janice from the Muppets. Oh my God, mother. No, she's, she looks like she looks like something out of. She is a. She's a fragile rock. She looks like something out of Dark Crystal. Yeah. She's, and she's. She looks like a, she looks like the uh, like the the main villain in a yes. vampire movie or something like, and she's and she is deteriorating in front of our eyes. She's a good Korean skincare regimen. The stress and not and not weed. Like no. she looks, no. she looks like the results she of meth. Yeah, this entire cabinet looks like a white trash fucking clean. Like a white trash festival just cleaned itself up a little bit and put themselves in <laughs> so suits. If you see, and, we were, and now they're running the fucking country. We were watching an episode of Top Model and they were doing this video, and one of the girls looked like a what? The white girl, the white girl in Top Model. She looked like a meth addict prostitute. Oh, <laughs> wait, is this the most recent? Yes. Season? Oh god. Yeah. Is this why you asked me if I was watching? Yes. <laughs> that was part of it. That was part of it. I mean, Rita Ora. I like Rita Ora because I'll give it a chance. Good. I'll give it. A oh, chance. and you know Nordstrom stopped selling if uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. I, I, oh, you, yeah. You shared that to that's me. A fashion. I love how everybody acknowledged. Book. Everyone acknowledged that they saw it with a like. A mini fist pump yeah, 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 yeah. in their tone. Yeah, 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 like yeah. no one actually fist pumped y'all. If y'all are listening, like no one no. actually fist pumped, but everyone's tone was like, "Yes, yes." Oh, I heard that. I like, heard yeah. there was there was a hard consonant in there. But <laughs> but the thing about it is, is it's it's not even it's a small victory because it hurts the name. But Nordstrom was going to drop them anyhow. They're the most underperforming brand ever, ever. They are underperforming. The only way you can really hurt. And she these has people so many lawsuits. Money. She right. has she has so many patent infringement lawsuits against. Um, I want to say various people, various huge brands, yeah. like very big, strong, like LVMH money. So they, I mean the 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 fact that uh, Ralph Lauren is falling apart. Uh, their CEO just left, Stefan Larson, and he had issues with the owner of the company. Blah blah blah, and it's like this whole. It's it's so petty how like ridiculous this uh, administration is affecting fashion, <laughs> like really like fat like and and I, and I looked at my boss the other day and I was like we literally had like a twenty five minute conversation about the administration and how it's going to fuck up a lot of things and how we're trying to like override it and you know especially in the industry and we're like. And we're just sitting here looking at each other like, this is not a conversation we would have had six months ago. Our conversations were, did you see Fall Winter yet? Bitch, you got to see it. It's amazing. You should have seen the thread they used. Like, that was our conversation. Now it's like, well, fuck, if we get into Brexit, and then the the Middle Easterners are leaving, and blah, 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 and how are we going to offset the Chinese dollar, blah, 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 blah. We're, we fucking sell handbags, y'all. <laughs> but meanwhile, meanwhile, what the fuck was Kellyanne Conway wearing at the inauguration? One, and then what was Melania <laughs> Trump? Her dress for the inauguration. She looked. She looked like she was trying to cosplay as an American <laughs> girl doll. <laughs> Yeah, it did look. A picture. It looks she like cosplay. It definitely. That's a good one. Like, like Veronica. <laughs> Veronica and, showed and, Felicity, right. and realization. This is like Felicity from American Doll. Right. Oh my god, this is a, it's an American girl leader. though. She's a band cosplay. leader. She's a band leader. Be proud of your friends in the pond. My name is Kelly. 
<laughs> Melissa, you're in my light. <laughs> fucking bitch, you stole my speech. And, uh, God, are those fucking bears on her? Chest? Yes. What? It's, it's this is very cougars. expensive. Actually, they look like raccoons, <clears throat> to be quite honest. I mean, they look like, like a raccoon. Who, they look did, a little did anybody parody. take claim? It's a wolf. Did anybody mm-hmm. take claim to the design of that? Like, who Absolutely. designed that dress? Uh, no. What was, you know what? What, was, what was the wife wearing? For, I mean, for those that are listening, Kellyanne Conway, um, and and haven't don't actually know what she was wearing for the inauguration. It's it's very patriotic. There, <laughs> there, there's red, white, and blue. <laughs> she looks um, like. It's like Uncle Sam. She looks like that popsicle that's red, white, and blue that you know. Oh, yeah, the rocket pop. The rocket pop. It's like a a patriotic wool petticoat looking thing. Like it's very. She looks like an American girl. I just did something very Freudian. I, instead of typing in Melania, misery Trump, I. Typed in Ivanka because <laughs> I thought he was the, she was his wife. <laughs> well, Nowadays, who knows? Yeah, because Melania Trump is because not Ivanka is hot. Right. So disgusting. Well, I don't know what she was wearing. It looked like Melania? a Grecian stripper outfit. No, 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 like, no, no, what I mean, is this? I don't know what this. What was. are you looking at? Because I'm Her, not in the room. Hervé Pierre. Um, Who Melania? Yeah. The, the light blue thing. No, no, not that ugly thing. The other, other white she thing she wore. She was, um, I thought that when did she wear the white thing? When they were the dancing, ball? like, oh, like when, oh, when she was, had a costume change. Yeah, I mean she had to. Like, did he? <laughs> he wear that same droopy he suit? He looks like he hasn't changed t- his drawers in six days. He's, He's such so a. Fu- oh, he, he looks terrible. So, like he lo- he looks like he needs. Okay. He looks like he needs a personal colostomy bag changed. Right. Like oh. at all, all times. times. Like his facial expression looks like he's consternation and constipated. Like it's and then it, but then it, his clothes are so droopy. <laughs> Everything about him is droopy. His tie, tie is too long. It's too wide. His shirt's too too long, too baggy. His pants aren't cuffed at the fucking ankles. His face is too orange. His hands are too small. His hands are too... Every, everything <laughs> about him with tiny is man. not his right where it not. should be. <laughs> um, a fucking anyhow, disgusting human being. Anyhow, you... That's sad that this man elicits... <laughs> Such vile. Because we're we're like mean, but we're not like, like we. I mean, we like. Look, I mean, like, look, look at us. Like most of us. I mean, not most of us. All of all of the nerds at the round table are erudite. Do not get that twisted. Erudite. <laughs> but like even even Trump will make us use um, what is the term argumentum mm-hmm. ad hominem mm-hmm. right. where it's like yeah. we have issues with the policies that he does or the actions that he takes but instead of like just attacking those which we do and right. we do vehemently mm-hmm. but like we also attack his character like um, you know like if you're at a restaurant and a server is giving you bad service and all you talk about is how bad her weave is because right. you're upset about her service like right. that's not that's not really the point right. like what's, the point is is what Trump is actually doing did everyone but, just look at Montego <laughs> I never talked yes. about her weed. I did. Right. Oh, I, I, I did. About, that was, y'all should have talked. I y'all talked should. about her service and the way she Wait, first of all, y'all are not gonna, y'all are not gonna gang, Actually, gang look up on Montego can because we, can we, he didn't say I that. don't mean to change the subject, but can we, can we talk about her finally? Can we please talk about so, her? Okay, well, hold on. Let's say, wait. For, so, for, so when yes. we just so everyone remembers, oh if you were, if you've been listening to the podcast the whole time, we did celebrate Sosa's birthday. What the yeah. fuck are you <laughs> and we did so at a an establishment in National Harbor, Granite City Food <laughs> oh, and Brewery, <laughs> at the National Harbor, oh, yes, where parking is twelve dollars for right. three. <laughs> 
out. And they do Two not validate. Right. They like do we, not validate. We don't, we don't have qualms about calling out Two. people. So... <laughs> And National Harbor, for those who are not in the D.C. area, is a relatively new phenomenon. They built this thing out by the by the bridge uh, the in Maryland. The white people decided right. they didn't want to drive right. to downtown Baltimore right. anymore. To go to a casino Baltimore anymore. is no longer safe right. for us. So no. we're going to build our own harbor right, right outside of D.C. <laughs> and and add an MGM a grand, grand casino. And we're going to well. put some houses and there. And a Gaylord. Right. And a Ferris wheel. Yeah. And a big oh, and, 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 a, and a mall. And, and, a, mall. and an outlet mall. Mm-hmm. But it's on the edge of the Potomac River right. in sunny Prince George's County, motherfuckers. Not in Alexandria, VA. But again, it's the Potomac River. It's the Potomac. It's not even. Let, for those of us who live in the area, the DMV area, let that sink in. It's the Potomac River. <laughs> and this you is said the, it was such and as, and as a native Baltimorean, this is the point of pride that I have as it pertains to <laughs> waterfront entertainment. We win. But it's okay. Oh, yeah, it's you cool. definitely win. Yeah. This is, def- it's going to be a long time. Yeah, it's going to be a long time. Like, Finally. If they yeah. are I ever. will give y'all this one. Like, yeah, Baltimore won this one. But I don't know so, if I agree with that. But you have a casino in Baltimore now, right? I don't, I don't right? like the MGM. I don't right there in the harbor? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, the horseshoe? That's it's, not at the harbor. It's not at the harbor, but it's in, like, Maryland. Yeah. It's, it's not Maryland Live. Are we talking about Maryland Live? No, this is the horseshoe. This is in Baltimore Yeah, the horseshoe, right. Anyhow, we come in waves because we have a reservation. Sosa smartly made a reservation because she knows black people. And they she said, made a reservation for 7 p.m.? Yes. 730. 730. 7.30. 7.30. 7.30. 7.30. We, 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 our party, everyone showed up, not too bad CP <clears throat> time, no later than like 7.50. <clears throat> Montek would like to take issue with it. <clears throat> not everyone. <laughs> I was there. Montek was, was, he was brutalized by a short little white girl who pushed him. What? Oh, because oh. y'all were taking so long and it was so crowded. I don't mean that personally, yeah, no, no, but no. because the it was crowded and there was like a revolving door at the front and we were kind of all just like squished together like sardines. And instead of her saying, excuse me, she decides to put her hand on me and sort of move me. Oh, girl, bye. <laughs> I mean, it was it wasn't really a jolt, but it you were for assaulted. me it was because I was like, "Did she just touch me?" <laughs> and <laughs> well, he said I this exactly. And I was like, "So." And and again, here's my thing: if you want to get past somebody, all you have to do is say, "Excuse me." Now Sosa says she likes to. Excuse me with a light touch. My thing is, I don't want to be touched. So how about you just say excuse me at an audible tone, and I will acknowledge, and then I will move. Well, I'll move. But she didn't do that. She touched me. And I said... Did she just touch me? <laughs> and so she said, yes. That was literally the subject of conversation for the next 40 minutes. Oh, At least 40, 40 minutes. Me. It was 14 And so to confirm, yep, I did <laughs> see a touch. There was, I confirm me. a touch. But I, I mean, but I, no, I totally, I totally get it, Montego. Like I, 
but if, if was, anyone who's weak, like if anyone who I perceive to be weaker than me exerts force on me, <laughs> when they could just be a decent human being yeah, and annoying. like get permission, like that really that bothers me more than just you know someone. Like if I'm just yeah. bumped out of the way and I look and the dude's like six eight and like three hundred pounds, I'm like okay, you, you know, win. like it's rude, it's <laughs> rude, win. but but okay, it. you know, natural selection, all that. But like if somebody like slight touches me and moves me and says Slight. nothing like I she didn't she said nothing yeah she Someone she absolutely said nothing so did, I get it. did we wait for a long time after everyone I don't think we did I, I feel I, like we I did think, I think Sosa went up there and exerted just enough anger and pissed off oh no because if I went online and made a reservation well, bitch, we, no, that, wait, that was a long, but there was a minimum was a there was a minimum amount but of us that had to show up right but we but before but before you Wise and Veronica showed up like we had filled the quota that was needed right yeah. we were like we we were waiting so you were ready to longer yeah. than we needed to be waiting yeah. once we achieved the quota needed to because see us because none of the three of them fools of the hostess area were knew what the hell they were doing they weren't talking to each other so they were a little and, and the place was quite busy it was very it was busy. a saturday night yeah, yeah it was popular it was yeah. i mean it, i get it i, I, I don't no, 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 no. I get it as someone who works in... I know. As someone who used to. <laughs> customer service. But it also is a reflection of the manager. It's just but a reflection so of management. tonight. I mean, I'm saying it's, it's, it's fine to... There have been plenty of restaurants that we've gone to Fridays where it's been busy. But it was the way everything from walking into the door to being seated... To even when she finally decided to bring the check after, Everyone. how do you sit my food down and then ask me how is it? <laughs> Bitch, you just set it down. I don't know how it is. I, I assume it. I assume it's hot. I, I assume it's hot. There, it's like there was an expect. It's like there was an expectation that because it's so busy, she expected to get a pass <laughs> on the level of no, service. I, no, that's Veronica. Because she had more than six people, she was going to automatically. She knew she was getting her eighteen percent gratuity. Right, guys. Guys, Veronica had her hand up. I know why you didn't know. Oh, okay, Veronica. Yes. Um, I I can explain our waitress. She's very pretty. She's extremely pretty. And as soon as I saw she was really pretty and her makeup and her hair was done, I knew we were getting shit <laughs> fucking service. Yeah. I mean, Ver- Veronica and I were actually, do- like, we were documenting the moment and we now have, um, what do we say? Empirical, em- evidence. empirical evidence that beauty and good customer service are okay. inversely yeah. proportional. Yeah. And if you don't know what that means, it basically means the prettier you are, the shittier, the shittier your service will well, be. I don't know that I agree with that because we've got to plenty of restaurants where the waitress okay, I, looked I, like I a mess addict prostitute and still gave us attitude. <laughs> so oh, there, I well, thought there, you were going someplace there, else. Yeah, I thought too. you were going to say. Like, I thought you, you were going to say we had, had, had a mess service. addict. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm like we had, a, we had wonderful service. But, no, she still sucked. But the, but the thing you also have to remember, Montego, is that with any statistical evidence, there's, there's always, always going to be outliers. Yeah, and she was definitely and an and never and never mistake the exceptions or the outliers to the rule as as contrarian evidence to the rules. So let's take a poll real quick. <laughs> all of you have been out, except for Mr. Wise, all of you have been out with me on more than one occasion for a meal or two. 
how often do we actually get service that I'm like, oh, that was really nice? I, I can answer exact. this <laughs> as the person who's known Montego in the room the longest and who used to skip class and go straight to Ruby Tuesdays and have drinks instead of going to English with Club Love. Oh, no. I can say I don't think I've ever in my life heard you give anyone a good service recommendation. You come out with notes. As Cedro says, he was like, the service was okay, but I have notes. <laughs> it's I mean, not but, even notes. It's real-time yeah, I mean, commentary. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I mean, I was being polite. As it's happening, he's telling you, like, within earshot. She should be able to hear within earshot. <laughs> he's is telling you. Like, he really just is this a margarita? Right. Is this a margarita? Where do you get a margarita? What the fuck is this? Nobody ordered a margarita. No one. They didn't want that. Bring. Where is. Where? Where are you? Where are you? We're busing our own dishes. What the right. fuck is this first family dining? Before they can even really make a mistake, have you watched him order? Yes. Have you looked at him while he sits there with yes. his menu yes. Hold on. Like this yes. and flips Hold on. through it all Hold on. aggressively Hold on. and does not look wait, at the bitch and it in goes, her face? It go, it never, wait, wait, hold on, wait. And it goes back I, and forth between <laughs> two pages. And yeah. he's like, yeah. like, so really quickly, she'll be right here. Um, I would like... That is a lie. <laughs> This this right here is an alternative. I would like to start with X, and then he flips the page, and he goes, and then I want this. Wait, guys, wait, wait. Okay, so to stick up a little bit for Montego, I'll say that 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 was that was a little that was a little bit of hyperbole. Like it's a little it's a little extreme. However, however, there like. You know how people have trigger words? Montego, Montego, Montego has trigger situations, and anything involving service, customer service, uh, as it pertains to food, the food industry is a trigger situation. Yes. Like, where is our he, food? He, like, he, you turn, you turn from a, you turn from a, like normal kind of convivial, like, oh, I'm just gonna like be, it's gonna be levity, it's gonna be jokes, like I'm, I'm a cool, you know, go with the flow type of person. As soon as you walk into a food establishment, it's a different. Like you become, you become the a, whole, the, the, you become a slightly like hard customer, yes. but not enough, uh, not enough to be a dick, yeah. but like enough so that if they have any customer service flaws, it will automatically like, show. They know, like you do things so that if they are terrible at what they do, you'll know immediately, and then based off of that, you like. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, my face hurts so, so bad. Montego <laughs> expects things to go wrong in, a, in those situations. <laughs> And I don't ever look at them. You don't. <laughs> you don't. It's just like, here, take my order, peasant. Be gone. Yeah. Uh, be gone. So. Oh, and this one, this one. <laughs> and bring me a mojito. Make haste. So I get up at 5.30. I work hard. Yes. Oh, yes, baby. So no, it's not if for I'm you. spending my my hard earned <laughs> money, and we're not just talking about like going out and buying goods, Mm-mm. we're talking about going out and buying food. That and food make- is one of those. I it's <laughs> dinner like that is one of those things where if it doesn't really work out, most of the times they don't. I'm not necessarily going to get that meal for free. Mm-mm. So if I know that I'm going to have to pay for this. 
you better come to me and you better have a smile on your face or something resembling a smile. And you better act like you want to do your job. I don't give a fuck what you do when you leave my table and what you do when you go to see other people. But I'm paying for this. And I know you want that $6 at the end of the night. And if you want that $6 like you said, you are a whore, you dance for your dollars, Mm -hmm. you better fucking tap dance. (laughs) But this is where I think... River dance, tap, right. and I don't, and I and I don't mean that in the no, literal no, 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 no. sense. I'm just saying you are a host, hostess. Come to the table, act like you want to take be your at job work. seriously. Yeah. Take your job. I seriously. didn't apply for this job. You did. <clears throat> so when you applied for this job, you knew when you walked through the door to fill out the application, you knew what you were getting into. Because nine times out of ten, you've probably dined there yourself. Mm-hmm. So or anywhere, like or anywhere. It's, just, it's also, but this is where tipping should completely be done away with. Because when you pay overseas, right? They do not pay over. They do not tip overseas. But when you pay someone a living fucking wage, that living fucking wage makes a ton of difference in your attitude. My attitude at my job, this current job, way better than my past jobs because I'm getting compensated at the level I should be compensated at. I don't feel used and abused and and run over and exhausted because I'm being paid to deal with the level of fuckery that I deal with. Previous jobs, (laughs) go fuck yourself. This bitch could burn down, and I'm going upstairs to get my purse, <laughs> yeah. and I'm going home. Well, customer service jobs, customer service jobs are kind of uh, what was the term that we were using before? Uh, it's it's almost like a cognitive dissonance. Like you need a lot of skill to do it, and it actually requires a lot from you. But it's also one of the easiest jobs to acquire mm-hmm. for the average right. person. Right. So the average person is not suited for that type of work and of course that doesn't negate like their terrible behavior or their terrible professionalism or their ability to like check their shit at the door Mm -hmm. but like the reality is is that most of the people that have customer service jobs in any form or fashion are like not in it for the long, like they don't have any investment. Yeah, this is not a career for. So they don't really care in their mind. but, but, But customer service is also classes. Customer service oh, yeah. jobs are classes. Of course. Um, it's, it's like, uh, who worked in the theater? Was that you who worked in the movie theater? A long time ago. So. <laughs> and now he's a platinum member. Platinum. For AMC, it's premier status. Premier yeah. status. So it's like you, you worked at the theater. Came up in the You world. had that experience. You know what it's like to work there, but you also weren't getting paid six-figure salary to work there. You did Fucking what the man. fuck they paid. Okay, look. you pay me enough to take the ticket, look at the ticket, point at the fucking door. Like, I worked that job. I've had, we've all worked food. I, well, I, I've worked food. I've worked retail. I've still worked retail, but I made a personal fucking decision that I was going to be the best at it, so I worked my ass off to not I mean, have to work there. When they told me that I needed to... Kill the mouse that was in the trap. <laughs> in the that, that was it for you. Gotta go. And not just kill the mouse. I was to take a pencil to the back of the mouse. Th- that was the easiest way to do it. Oh, and wow. Again, white people. No, that was partially why I was like, oh, I got to go. When I saw what they did with that popcorn, I was like, oh, it's definitely time for me okay. to go. You know what? Yeah. Oh, I- I've had a really good time. This has been a wonderful time. I'm wrapping this up because I actually have to work tomorrow. (laughs) Um, Yeah, Saturdays. But you know what? It's been a really good month. I've missed you guys terribly. Um, I'm glad we are back together. It's been... Hi! Are we recording? Um, Just a photo. Oh, hey. Sorry, I'm like Rihanna where I'm like, are we doing a photo? Are we doing a... Hey, hey, what's up? Live. 
Um, so I wanted to redirect everyone to our Twitter, Nerds Luxury, which we all use. Uh, Montego is hashtag king. He's always doing something fun. I, I like your little uh, your Twitter because you don't really use it that much. Your Twitter comes in. And oh, Twitter. Twitter, baby. I don't. You don't but your Twitter is cute because at least it's tagged properly. To Instagram. Instagram. Yes. Montego um, underscore Moreno. Can we speak into the mic, please? Speak the mic. Montego <laughs> underscore Moreno. M O N T A E G O underscore M O R E N O. And maybe he'll use his Twitter to give us some more movie reviews. I don't know it. Oh. I don't use. I just. I don't. Use, I, I'd love for you to use it for movie reviews. Instagram. Yeah, yeah. I'll try to do more. Yeah, of that. yeah. And then um, and tag it. The beautiful, gorgeous, twenty-nine years young. So special. <laughs> yes, thank you. That's me. Who actually? I'm putting it out there. I have someone that I'd like you to meet. Is that a man with the pants? Yes. She is <laughs> with the pants. She is accepting <laughs> applications. Not <And> all applications. <laughs> do we all get to be there when you introduce her to me? No this one man. under six feet tall, please. <laughs> does he look like Idris Elba? No, he does not. Does he sound like him? No. No. Oh, okay. What's your? <laughs> Never mind. What's your social media? <laughs> All social media: Facebook, Instagram, and the Twitter is Sosa underscore Vanal S O S A underscore V A N A L L. Mister Wise. Mister Wise dot net. Everything is there on the homepage. Awesome. The man, of, the man of orange single is everywhere in stores. Buy it. Remember, you have it. to spell it, Mister. M I S T E R W I S E, Mr. Wise. Google me. C E E D R O. The first 10 entries or so should be all my social media stuff. So. Yes, for that proper SEO, baby. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. I am Veronica 9 on the Twitter. Everything else the is Twitter. Nerds in Luxury. Uh, we enjoy hearing you guys' feedback in real life. Uh, we have a lot of new fans, so shout out to our new fans. We've gotten a lot of new hits, and uh, we met some uh, Sosa's uh, people, gave us some good feedback, so that was awesome. Yes, that was and, very uh, nice. We'll see each other very, very soon. Can you play us out? Peace, y'all. Love ya. May the The nerds have spoken. Black diamonds on a nigga wrist Is it vanity or just a sign of excellence? Square footed six rooms up in my residence Blowing money up in Nemus, guess that's negligence We hold these truths to be self-evident